Here's what's coming up on this week's show. It took a, a, a big episode in my life to actually realise that I needed to, to take stock of what I'd got. Um, and that was uh, on the 7th of August, I dropped down with a heart attack. <laughs> the Beat. Welcome to The Big Little Business Show, the podcast that helps small business think big. Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to The Big Little Business Show. It's Paul Mumford over here, the lovely Claire Horsley over there, uh, who I've got a new nickname for. Come on to that later on. If you haven't heard us before, we're the podcast that helps small businesses grow by giving you a whole bunch of experts who you can listen to, who can help your business to grow. And whether you've listened to us before or you haven't, you can do a few things for us. It'd be great. One, hit follow on the podcast platform you're listening to so you don't miss out on all our future episodes. Two, check out all our previous episodes. And three, make sure you leave us a review because it helps to pick us up in podcast land. Colour-coded Claire. Colour-coded Claire. I love it. <laughs> now, I won't exactly explain why... Uh, I've decided to call her colour-coded Claire. But when you listen to the interview, which we'll come on to later, which was obviously recorded uh, before we're having this conversation now in a woo-woo timeline type way, uh, <laughs> then uh, you'll you'll understand. You're, well, it is, isn't it? It's really weird because mm. we're talking about a conversation that nobody else has heard yet. Yes, I know. Even though we have. Yeah, that's true. That that's kind of, true. That, that always kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but you'll, you'll find out why colour-coded Claire is a thing that's not even easy to say <laughs> you've said it too many times because you're so chuffed with yourself that you've come up with I it i am chuffed with myself don't know why i didn't come up with that sooner so today we're talking about the work-life balance and how to and how to get it how do you get it it's this like is a day-to-day existence for me <laughs> work-life balance um and I haven't always got it right, and I probably will not always get it right either. But I think a lot is to be said for awareness as to how you can create a work-life balance. Yeah, I mean, you're a big, you're a big juggler. You've got a lot. I mean, we won't go into details yeah. here, but you'd have. You obviously, yeah. you've got family at home. Uh, yeah, you've got. Uh, Lots of other things to juggle in your life, caring for parents, all those things going on in your life at the same time as running your own business. I mean, I've got it easy, really, because my daughter's in university. She looks after herself. So it's just me and the wife and the cat, Mm. Uh, even though the cat can be quite high maintenance at times. (laughs) But I started to establish um, cutoff points in my business and ways to shut my business out and do some you're living um, when Kira, my daughter, was at home, and I've kind of think I've kind of managed to keep those up, even though she's not around. Um, so it's it, it's as important for me as I know it is for you, Claire, and it can be really destructive if you don't get it right. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the reality, yeah, it's the stark reality of actually what can happen when you don't get it right. So um, we are talking to Sean Hewitt. So Sean Hewitt is the founder of the Trusted Business Community Association. And Sean works with uh, businesses from all over the globe, juggling many balls. Um, and I thought he'd be a fantastic guest to share his own personal experiences with regards to how he manages and creates a very successful work-life balance. This is the Big Little Business Show. Do you know, I remember a time, Sean, um, and you probably remember this too, because I think we're probably roughly around the same age, even though I look a lot, lot younger. Um, <laughs> there, there's obviously a time when uh, our parents used to go out to work and there used to be this big deal about getting a job and a career for life. And then at 60 or 65 years old, you retire and then you're, you're completely working for that retirement. Mm. 
And my dad used to work like a Trojan all hours of the day, all for the last sort of, you know, he was working for the last 20 years of his life. And when you're running your own business, it can be really easy to do that because you think that your business is your life. But if you're not having a life in the meantime, you're missing out on so much. Absolutely, Paul. And do you know, do you know what? I think, I think more so in the early years when, when somebody steps out away from that sort of like you quite rightly mentioned, I can remember my family you know, as a young boy. Dad would go out to work. He worked at the uh, the newspaper printing, printing the Sun and the News of the World when the News of the World was uh, in existence. And he would be working throughout the night, come back absolutely shattered. And it was constant. But fortunately, hope, and hopefully most people do see their retirement age. But if the mentality is just to work, 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 work. I've known people who worked all their life, got to retirement and only lived another one or two years, sometimes something less. And then you think all of that work for my retirement years, was it really worth them doing all of that time, spending all that time um, without seeing family, without interacting with friends? I think we're a bit more reluctant not to give ourselves a bit of a life sometimes at the start of a business because we're we're throwing all our energy into building it. And it's a it's about making sure you get off that bandwagon as quickly as you can to create good energy because we all need good energy to run run a business. And without the variety of life and experience that we can experience outside the four walls of the office space that we work in, uh, I believe that you know we're missing out on a huge element of what could make us better as business individuals and better people in business if we've got a better understanding of the the finer things in life which is not the nine to five or the nine to eight depending on how you know what what hours you want to give yourself as a business owner yeah and i guess as well um the more successful you are in life the better you're going to be in business yeah i think there's a great balance there i think you know if you look at you look at some of the, the big hitters in business over the years, the Richard Bransons of this world. I mean, started off in a, in a garage, in a bedroom, and then in a garage, and then look at what he's got now. But he he soon, he grew, but he knew at the same time that he couldn't do it all by himself. And I think this is the key to releasing the time and to create the energy that you need to come back to work on a day-by-day basis. It's about engaging with others and getting others on board when you need them so that you can free up time for yourself. Yeah, and so, I mean, what impact do you think it has on people um, if they don't get that balance right? I think it's a mental drain. I think you've got things like you've got burnout to, to, to think about. I can put my hands up and say, you know, I go, I go back a, a few years ago and I probably wouldn't be practising what I'm preaching today. It took a, a, a big episode in my life to actually realise that I needed to, to take stock of what I'd got. Um, and that was eight, nine years ago um, on the 7th of August. Uh, yeah, nine years ago this year. Uh, on the 7th of August, I dropped down with a heart attack. And that was because I was literally running around work, 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 work. And don't get me wrong, it slowed me down initially and then because of the habit that had formed over many, many years, I found myself doing more and more and more again. But it does come to a point where once you've gone through something like that and an episode like that, I think you're more in tune with where you are in, a, in both mind and body that you suddenly think, hang on a minute, I just need to give myself a break here. It's a bit of a wake-up call, really. Yeah, massive wake-up call. And it, the thing is, it doesn't 
need, and you certainly, I can tell you firsthand, you don't want that kind of wake-up call to make a change in your life. You should be making the changes before those wake-up calls come along. Do you think perhaps, looking back, if you'd have taken your own advice maybe 10 years before you had your heart attack, you might not have had your heart attack? Well, I'm I'm a very unusual chap. My heart's built back to front. Didn't know that until the heart attack. I've got an extra ventricle in the bottom part, so which... No, I don't show off. No, I know, which... (laughs) <laughs> makes me unique. My mum said I was special, bless her. I think the problem was always going to be there and there was always this underlying issue. But it was the heart attack that, that suddenly made me go, hang about, what on earth is going on here? And it made me take stock of myself and, and to start looking after myself and then think about others. I think we can sometimes get wrapped up in our own little world in business and we forget those wonderful things that we've got around us like family. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 because you know, we know that you, uh, you work with a lot of other businesses, you must see now, certainly over the last two or three years, we've got to a point now because we're working remotely more, people are, are finding that separation a lot harder to achieve. Most definitely. I mean, I've recently just moved um, and we were living in a two bedroom Victorian terraced house. So wherever I looked on the ground floor, there was an open archway from the dining room into the lounge. So wherever I sat into the lounge, I could see my computer. And of course, when you can see something, you can't shut the door on it. You've got this horrible sort of sense of, well, I'll just go and check the emails. or I'll just go and check this or I'll just go and do that. The, the fact that I'm fortunate enough now to have moved up to a bigger house and I've got my own office space within that house means that I can shut the door on, on, on it at night. I can switch the light off. I can switch the computers off. And I can go and sit in my lounge and have a life with my family having worked a, a hard and decent day's work. And it's... But the separation, it's not, that's not like I experienced in the small cottage that I was living in. And of course, you can be at home with your family, but your family can be non-existent to you because you're so focused on the work that although you're there, you're not really there. They don't see you as there because mummy or daddy is being, you know, is busy and mummy and daddy is working, whatever it may be. So you still, although you've got the opportunity that they're in sight and they're around you, which is heartwarming, it really is, but at the same time, unless you're taking the time out to spend a bit of time with them, it's important. And I think that comes down to diary management. That really does. I think over the last two years, we've learned a lot of lessons. I remember conversations I was having with people uh, through COVID where a light bulb went on inside them and they were like saying, wow, this is like so uh, made me realize that family and friends are so important, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And here we are now, to all intents and purposes, outside COVID, that stuff is now behind us. And it's easy to yeah people easily forget what those things meant to them during the time that you know they couldn't communicate with their family and they couldn't spend time with them we've learned some lessons through covid uh, that have saved us some valuable time uh, the world has become a little bit smaller through covid certainly as far as the business community is concerned we're actually at a really good position right now because we should be taking stock of the lessons that we've learned through covid about not being near our family and not being near the people we love at the same time we've also learned some lessons that can save us time so we can be more mindful with our time and then spend more time with our family in the real world and be all touchy-feely and stuff I think also as well to be mindful to look after ourselves which comes down to the work-life balance again you know what is what is it all about you know what is life about why do we do what we do we're generally we work for ourselves so we can have that time and if we're not 
you wouldn't leave a 35-hour full-time employment to then work for yourself for 80. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Absolutely. So do you think, Sean, do you think this would be something that we could actually maybe start to factor into our own business plan you know like we we, we, we all, everyone knows about the importance of making some sort of plan for your business but maybe what you want to do in your life and how your life works around your business maybe that should be part of your plan too those that of, of us uh, who came out of full-time employment and many of us have and then started up a business go back to the basics of remember why you started your business up what was it that was driving you to become an entrepreneur um, self-employed um, director whatever it may be sole trader whatever position you hold but what is it that drove you to make that decision and then what is the point then if you're sitting there going oh i didn't want to be working 35 40 hours a week to then suddenly throw 80 hours a week at your business and have no time for your family or why would we be a slave to our business that was never what i intended to be albeit that as i said to you go back a few years i wasn't practicing what i'm now preaching but it took that episode in my life to actually make me sit up and think yeah and i think at the end of the day if you don't make that decision that the body your body will do it for you which is you know sadly what happens with yourself sean but um, so do you think it's important to uh, think to the future when we're, when we're creating that work-life balance? Do you think it's important to look not just at the here and now in the day-to-day, but actually look forward to the future and be mindful that what actions we're taking now can impact our more long-term goals? Well, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Oh, it's one of my favourites, that one, Sean. I love that. It is one of mine as well. So you've got to have a forward-thinking approach to where... I mean, I've seen things like vision boards of of where people want to get to and look at things in 90-day segments, Um, you know, have that that on your wall so that you've got something that you can relate to on a day-by-day basis and you can almost watch yourself going through the the process of that 90 days um, so that you can see the the successes that you're having to get you to, to the eventual goal that you've given yourself. But don't push yourself... I mean, yes, push yourself, but don't give yourself unrealistic targets. Baby steps are just as uh, as important as as gigantic leaps. And at the end of the day, um, I know that there are reactional tasks in every single businessman or businesswoman's day. Because at the end of the day, that's we're not unless you are sitting on a computer and you've got no outside world influence um, coming into you, you can just get on with your day. But if you are dealing with other businesses, the general public, whatever it is. They, they bring reactional tasks to you. I think that's a great discipline to have, and I, I love a coloured diary. I've got colours <laughs> for different aspects of my life, and Paul always takes a pee out of me about it, and I don't care. So You are colour-coded Claire, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Everyone has a different colour. Every part of my day has a different colour. And actually, I, I especially when things were tough during the pandemic, it really helped with my mental health to focus on you know, the things that were important at the time and to be aware of where I'm spending my time. And, uh, the, yeah, the kids are always very, very lucky when the colour flamingo comes up in the family diary because that means... <laughs> flamingo. That means... <laughs> what are you using? Are you using Dulux to do your uh, calendar? I actually, I actually call all my colours names. It's really weird. Um, and then when that comes up, that's that's their time and that's what I was talking about before. You know, that's their time, whatever they want to do, and there's not a phone in sight. So. Joking aside, though, Claire, I mean, I know I, I know mm. I mock Claire for doing her colour coding and just because I can, it's easy. I'm not bothered. Um, no, I know. Um, but seeing that in front of you, your diary in your uh, you know, on your computer or wherever it might live, but everything color coded straight away, you can see 
how much time you're devoting to your work and how much time you're not. Exactly. And that's it. Sean, what about warning signs? I mean, obviously, I know you said earlier on about how uh, you, you had heart issues, which kind of made you think about slowing down i mean there are some obvious warning signs that you might be doing too much work and not enough play like you know your your wife goes off and starts um uh having fun with someone else or your partner uh or you know your kids forget your name and stuff but what? well i mean that can happen though doesn't it? i mean joking aside that does happen if you're too busy in your own job then you know the other half your you're other half goes elsewhere mm. um that can happen and you, you know your kids forget who you are and stuff so uh, but apart from the obvious stuff was there anything sean that made looking back you can see that maybe were, was a red flag for you or maybe some red flags that you've spotted within other people i think one of the key things to look out for is is ask yourself how do you feel at this moment in time because you know things like a good sleep pattern you know going to bed later and later in the day because you've you've been working so long you end up staying up longer because you're trying to wind down is not a good thing um, because you're, you're just starting the day, the following day on less sleep. Um, but although you've relaxed, I think it's about making sure that you listen to what you, your body is telling you and also your mind, because I think your mind can, can really start, if you're getting into a stressful sp- position, you can really start to, to feel that stress both physically and mentally. Um, and it's time to take a step out and, and, and take, take some time out really and, and just reflect and look and then really look at what you're doing and how you can rebalance that, 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 that pendulum because it's obviously swinging one way too, too far. If you feel tired, take some time out. You know, I mean, crikey. I mean, in the last few... I love the power now. Honestly, in the last... I've taken time out on a on a, on an afternoon. I've looked at my diary. I've gone, it's admin day today, whatever it may be. And I felt I felt myself feeling really tired. So I thought, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to put the computer down. I'm going to get, step out of the room. I might even go and have a little power nap. One of my, my, my favourite sayings to a lot of people, when they first start out in business, a lot of people come, have said to me, you know, well, what, what, what should we be doing? And I often say to people, look, if you chase the dream to become a reality, the money will look after itself. The dream you want to become the reality is why you're in business in the first place. But whilst you're looking at the money side of it, and certainly in the early stages where it's hard work, and it is a lot of hard work, no one's saying it isn't, you're not looking at the money, so you're not becoming ugly. And I think if you start focusing on the money, it creates a bit of an ugliness when you're talking to people and it comes across to people. But if you concentrate on the dream to become a reality, that money will look after itself no matter what. You don't need to worry about what's in the bank because that will happen if you're following the right procedures moving forward for your business and for those that are working with you. Even if there was a reason at the beginning why you wanted to do it, um, when you're actually in it, you can easily forget that, can't you? And get wrapped up in the stuff. And then you're doing it so for so long oh, and for so many hours and not enjoying the things that you should be doing that yeah, you can start resenting it. And I've been there with, with work. I've worked seven, seven days a week once in my, in my old career. Uh, I got to the point where I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. So I, I had to make a decision. Do I stop doing it or do I pull back? And you know, once you pull back and then you start enjoying life a little bit more, then it becomes a pleasure again. And you you remember why you wanted to do it in the first place. Absolutely. And it takes you back to what you were saying earlier about what we've learned. And we, we all hope that people can, you know, grab hold of what we've learned in the last few years with, you know, obviously the world becoming a lot smaller, time management's a lot easier. But I suppose if we look back over 
the last two years, we got into we've got into the habit of doing what we're doing today, talking, you know, we're different parts of Essex, but we're here in in front of the, a screen where we're we're talking to each other, um, which we would have to do maybe in a studio somewhere if this was uh, if it wasn't for the likes of what we've learned. The, the habits that were created long before things like COVID came along are still very much embedded in our in our memory, and it's very easy for us to forget what what resources we have to create a, a better time management of our, our our day. If you can try and grab hold of some of the positives that we've experienced in the last two and a half three you know, two and a half years, um, then taking those taking some of those real positives forward into your business will help you with with the management of your time because at the end of the day the most powerful word to say to anybody is no and too many people haven't haven't got that in them to say no so they just keep saying yes to everybody and that what happens is is you end up spinning far too many plates and then you're doing an injustice to everybody because you're not actually working efficiently enough because you're you're overloading what your capabilities are some really interesting stuff there sean thought-provoking and if anyone's listening and they're thinking oh this some of this ticks boxes for me this applies to me then yeah if that happens and you're listening to this now and thinking well actually hang on a minute maybe i do need to slow down or think about what my work-life balance is then it's been a worthwhile podcast for us and definitely it's good to in some ways it's good that you've had that experience firsthand and you can see retrospectively that perhaps you should have been slowing down sooner yeah most definitely um you know to anybody who's who listens in uh, to this and i know you've got a great following the you know the, the biggest and most vital for the point of it is is just to take stock plan ahead make sure that you're you're, you're making sure you're looking after yourself by controlling the diary stop letting people control it for you you wouldn't let somebody control your life but you'll let somebody control the diary so and in that sense you're letting them control your life so be strong um stick to your guns make sure that you are you're booking people in at a time and we've got the facilities now calendly's and things like that are out there so that you can block the time out when you want to and when you want to be available to the outside world it's a really good idea that yeah, yeah that is true very true if i said to you paul today do you want a cup of tea or a cup of coffee i'm offering you a cup of tea a cup of coffee i'll have a cup of tea you'd go yes please absolutely <laughs> only if there's biscuits sean if there's no biscuits i ain't coming but if i then said to you would you like a cup of tea a cup of coffee or would you like some water or would you like some lemonade or Coca-Cola or whatever it may be. You start extending the opportunity for choice. So by controlling your diary in such a way where you're you're keeping the the, the outside outgoing calls or the inbound calls into a certain time in the diary, it's just the same as reducing the choice the choice when you're in the day-to-day life when we turn to our loved ones and say, I'm just putting the kettle on. Do you want a cup of tea? Well, yeah, you know, so, but if I offer them everything, they'll, I'll be in, in the kitchen forever and a day whilst they're deciding what they want to do. Great wise place to finish it, I think. We've got some questions, though, which we can't ignore uh, because they are the most important questions of the podcast, inspired by Inside the Actors Studio. Uh, and ready or not, uh, Sean, here they come. Far away. What's your favourite smell? My favourite smell is freshly cut grass. Not great if you're a hay fever sufferer, though. Don't talk to me about hay fever. Okay, Sean, what about your favourite biscuit? Bourbon. Do you eat it as a whole biscuit or do you bite the top off and then eat the chocolate in the middle and then the bottom bit like I do? Depends how I feel. Oh, well, obviously, your bourbon is your classic, one of your classic biscuits, when you're one of your top five, really. Um, but 
they like to mess around with the formula sometimes and sometimes you know, with a bourbon or a custard cream if it works you know just don't muck around with it now i was at my mum's the other day and my mum loves coffee comes out you know leave the the tin of biscuits comes out you know the uh, the biscuit barrel it happens every time with my mum and she had these bourbons in there which had like a a white cream filling. Why would you want to do that? If it's not broke, don't fix exactly. it. Exactly. That's that was my reaction. Uh, favorite word, Sean. So credulism. <laughs> oh my word, that's great. I was not expecting that. How well, explain put that into context for us, could you? So someone who believes everything they read. Can you say it again, Sean, that word. Soul credulism. Sean, that was fantastic. Really gave given us some food for thought there today. And uh, hopefully that's yes, given, thank you, Sean. hopefully that's given you some food for thought about how you might think about uh, balancing things out a little bit better so you enjoy the life that you're creating for yourself by running your own business. So if people want to find out more about what you do, where can they come find you? They can find me on Facebook. They can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I've, you can find us on uh, through our websites, um, www.trustedbusinesscommunity.com or for networking, the networking element, www.ttbca.online. This is the Big Little Business Show, the podcast with bigger tips for small business. The, the real big message behind that is, you know, if we don't listen to what our bodies are telling us and if we just keep pushing, pushing, pushing on, pushing ourselves past actually what we are capable of doing, both mentally and physically, your body will make that decision for you. And Sean is, you know, an example of that. Um, having, you know, had that heart attack, his body was saying to him, actually, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to do something about it. And I think it's important that people are aware of what they can do and what control they have behind their own actions to make sure that something like that doesn't happen. And that you hear of that so often, don't you? Um, you hear of stories of uh, guys who work hard until they retire at 65 and then the next day they drop down dead on the golf course mm. um and that's you know you go from 100 miles an hour to zero miles an hour and your body doesn't know how to cope so getting that balance and obviously the other thing is you hear a lot of um stories of guys especially but women as well who spend so much life so much of their life running their business that you know their family um kind of almost forgets who they are and they miss out on their kids upbringing they miss out on important family things because they're too busy working uh, but, uh, but essentially if you're running your own business that's part of the reason why you're doing it so you can enjoy life more and be in control of your life more uh, yeah um, it's easy to forget that yeah and i think the trouble is as well if you then start to begrudge what you're doing your family will pick that up emotionally with that negativity about your business and what you're doing and then they'll become even more frustrated that you're not spending time with them and it will just go down a very slippery slope of I was going to say unpleasantness. Don't know. Yeah, but you're you're right. If you if you love what you're doing, and most of us who run our own businesses deep down do love what we're doing, which is why we did it in the first place. If you love what you're doing and you want to continue loving what you're doing, then you've got to make sure you're not doing it all the time. Exactly, and that is why you referred to me as color coded Claire. We mentioned that in in the record, didn't we? About uh, in the interview about how you color code your diary, and uh, mocking aside. You know, that's a genius thing because you can see straight away in front of your face exactly how much time you're spending with home, 
how much time you're spending on your business. Um, and I have to say, hands up, I do it too. And I have done it for ages. Yeah, it's a good exercise to do. Even if you do it for a week or a couple of weeks, just try it out and then you'll see where you're spending your time and then what you need to jig around. And if you if it's too top heavy with the work or certain aspects of what you're doing that aren't make you, making you happy, then don't do it anymore. So it's in the bag now. And uh, thank you for um, having a listen. And I hope it's given you some food for thought. And don't forget to hit follow on the podcast platform you're listening to us on and if you want to reach out and say hi we're a big little business show on facebook Biz- big little business show on instagram and website big little business show.co.uk and out of here color clothing cl- oh yeah you tried i knew you were gonna try that go on say it go on and out of here color coded claire say goodbye <laughs> bye-bye the beat You've been listening to The Big Little Business Show with Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. You can subscribe to get the latest episodes via iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and everywhere you find your favourite podcasts. Come and find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk and we're on Facebook too. Just search for Big Little Business Show. Listener.